Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Show did. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Or I, w- I mean, I was just, I was tired. You know? Hey, bloodies. Hey, everybody. Here we are. Thursday. We hope you're excited because we are. <sighs> what a great day. Thirsty Thursday. What are you drinking? Um, I am obviously drinking straight Tito's. <laughs> Apparently. Because <laughs> it was not mixed very well. But. You better shake it you up. Know, that's how I like it. I'm trying to put my gum right here on top. I was chewing. Did you hear me chewing my gum on the last episode? No. I can chew gum without chewing. You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, without making noise? Oh. I just heard it in my mouth. I just heard it, too. Yeah. Put it back out. I'm putting it back out. <laughs> um, so, we have... So, the last episode y'all heard, we filmed it at, like, 9 in the morning. So, we were, like, sleep on a Saturday. We never do sleep it. Sleep talking. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And so we told you about a live show, but we we were basically talking like robots. I don't think I was awake. Um, but we are having a live show. Oh, we're having a live show? Okay. Okay, Good. so we're having a live show. Happy birthday to Bloody Happy Hour in June of 2022. Bloody Happy Hour is going to be one year old. Yes. Do we? you know the date? Yeah, tell them. Oh, let me find it. The 18th. June 18th. June 18th. Mark your calendars. Did we say free? I'm pretty sure we said free. Okay, it's free. But our studio's not humongous. Free. Zero dollars and zero cents. Our studio's not humongous. So we have to have RSVPs. So if you go to our page, there is an Eventbrite link. Eventbrite? um, What's our page? Facebook page? Facebook page, okay. Instagram page, Twitter. Nobody, nobody looks at Twitter. Even on, probably on the Rogue Media website, we'll have it posted too. But we need you to actually register. It's not going to ask for anything but your name and your email probably. Um, and that way we can keep track of numbers because we do have to cap off. So if your name is on the list and we're not capped off, I mean, if your name's on the list, you're going to get in. If your name's not on the list and we're at maximum capacity you won't be able to get in and it's gonna be mm. so sad you're gonna have to put your ear to the window yeah outside yeah it's gonna be a sad day get and we're not recording this that we know so this story is only for people who are in the audience that day it's true yeah we don't know what it's gonna look like yet you know me and caroline we're a little last minute at planning but be excited. You get to actually be in happy hour with us in person are they, for once. Are there going to be drinks? Yes. Oh, did they like bring them? Rogue Media sells beer and not shitty beer. It's not going to be like just Ultra and Bud Light and Miller Light for you, you know, domestic beer drinkers. It's going to be some good like local stuff from our local um Ale companies, what are they called? Brewing companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some good wine and not like crappy arsenic wine. 
What's that mean? Good wine. And then some seltzers. So they don't have their liquor license yet. So there will be alcohol. So, But if they before. want to bring their own, they cannot. No, oh, not okay. anymore. Okay. Yeah. So, so we used to be BYOB, but yeah. now that they got your license, you can't. You know, flask tampon, just, you know. They could do that. I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, you know, suggesting that. Oh. Just throwing it out there just in case. I don't know. So, yay. Register. Wow, Come. this is exciting. Yeah, we're excited. Really excited. Oh Look my how gosh. excited Caroline is. <laughs> I'm going to be like Amber Heard on the stand. Like, ah, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Let me lie. Caroline. Me cry laugh. Do you have another reason to be excited? I don't know. Um... Maybe have like plans tonight that don't involve puzzles or my dogs or Waterburger or what I know. I'm so I'm I'm kind of upset. I can't go get my Waterburger tonight, but it's okay because I'm getting pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Is With, this called a date? I mean, I think it could be. And the biggest question is: Is it with Ross? <laughs> is Ross, it with Ross? Ross, the neighbor who I wrote on the envelope, who I wrote the letter to. But you know what? I, you're not going to find out until the live show. Ooh. It could is be it with Dirty Ross. Chad? It could be Dirty Chad. Maybe no, he gets a second chance. Are you? <laughs> Hell no. Are, or maybe. If it's, it's with Dirty some... Chad, is because we're interviewing his ass. For finding mm. dirty Chad. It's because it hasn't been started. Yeah. Finding dirty Chad. <laughs> <laughs> he's easily found. I know exactly where he is. <laughs> With his no job and no vehicle ass. Yes. Mm. So she's got a little date. Yeah, I'm out. And I, I told have a her. date and I'm. She, yeah, go ahead. She's already screwing up because she's going to get in the car with him to go to the place. And I was like, you're going to leave yourself without a car. But I'm going to have my tracking device on my phone. Like, my location is there. You can always ping the phone. Even though, I mean. What I if you get like his car and he has one of those things that shuts off the satellite to the phone so we can't track you? Then, I don't know. I've never heard of I'll that. Just I think cover you, you just the- made that up. <laughs> I feel like you probably would follow me anyway. And I'll just talk about you on the story then. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, at least I would have a good story. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this is, this is going to be exciting. Should I wear my Johnny Depp shirt or not? Uh, it could be a good conversation starter. I feel but like I would talk cute. too much about it. Yeah. I'll go back to my normal shirt. I just wore this shirt just for the episode. Don't overly talk about true crime either. Like I we know, do with I everybody. Know, I, I know. I'm not. <laughs> I can't. He is pretty beautiful. Um, and he's really tall. And he goes to bed at 9 p.m. like Caroline. We're so basically, match- we're pretty much getting engaged tonight. Yeah, that's what's happening. Match made in heaven. Yeah. So excited. Oh, but really quickly, Brittany Drexel. I just thought about yes. that because, you know, she was kidnapped and she was. Yeah. You know, and I might be kidnapped tonight. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I want to be kidnapped. Case solved. Case solved. If you don't know the it's story about Brittany Drexel. Drexel uh 13 okay i almost did her on 
uh, unsolved. Unsolved. And I had. Can you imagine? I wa- I was literally on the verge. Okay. I knew the whole. I mean, she was. She told her. So this girl, she went missing in two thousand nine. I believe. I can't. Or two thousand six or nine. She told her she had. She was going on spring break. Her mom said she could not go to Myrtle Beach. She couldn't go to Myrtle Beach. She couldn't go. She couldn't go. She went mm-hmm. anyway with some other people. She told her mom she was somewhere else, like at a friend's house and whatever, the whole thing. Well, she turns up missing and missing and missing. And there's video. There's like camera footage of her, like surveillance footage. But I was listening to Nancy Grace today because I finally didn't have to listen to the trial. Um, and it's like, she was like at a, at this one place. And then you could see the dude who, in, well, they ended up, they found who the, who the guy was Yeah, and they like, you could kind of see him on the camera, like following after her, oh. like a little ways after, but I guess but he they didn't know who he was. No, then. but then guess what? He was pulled over for speeding the day after she went missing. Oh, well, and I listened cause I heard the and case. He was already convicted. He had already had a, he had already he had a previous um he was I think he had maybe either already been to jail before for uh sexual he was assault. Convicted. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't put it together or or I don't know. I just remember I went back and re-listened to I think Morbids mm-hmm. and I heard it years ago, but I needed a refresher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, let's see if they taught if he was one of the suspects that they talked about. And he they didn't he I wasn't never even heard, covered. I've never heard his they name. They were thinking it was these two or they, they black thought it guys? was trap no, or like Hispanic guys or yeah. something. Like they thought it was friends of whoever she was and with that he was trafficked. It was human trafficking. Yes. I did too. I thought it was too. I thought she was trafficked. Wow. Wow, wow, and wow. this guy who was like a convicted sex offender who he was out it was him they found i guess somebody gave a tip finally out of the blue i don't know that's a little yeah. up in the air yeah and they found her remains and identified her uh, so her parents records. at least get some closure yes the mom said she had her cremated she said this is so sad she said she'd been in the ground long enough Mm, like meaning oh meaning where like where the guy had put her so cremated her and so she's like we brought her home with us Mm. i know heartbroken heartbroken awful 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 i feel like this is the year that cases are being closed wasn't it the madeline mccann case that was closed was it closed did they close it or did they i feel like they named a guy they did name a guy you know, um, and then they're so close on Delphi or they're getting closer oh, they on the are Delphi. getting close on Delphi. This is the yes. year of answers. I yes. feel like the year of answers. Missy Beaver's next. Missy Beaver's next. Who else? Johnny. Jelani. I don't know who Johnny is. John, John, John Come on, John Bonet. Come on. Natalie, we need some answers. Oh. Funny, yeah. funny, funny. Are you ready to hear about the last shitty mama? Yes. Killer mama. She wins the prize. We had to finish strong for this month. I know. I know. I was going to go with one of two. I was going to get, I'm, I was, my guesses are, uh, top mom, Casey Anthony uh-huh. or Andrea Yates. Andrea, baby. Andrea Yates. Everybody knows the name. Everybody Every, knows her. Probably everybody knows at Some least of the story. At least the conclusion of the story. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't know the story. Yeah. 
And that's what I, I don't thought. even know the story. And that's what I thought. I was like, well, everybody knows about Andrea Yates, but unless you really like I read think, the book, right? You just know what happened, like the facts, like yeah, she drowned her kids, and that's it, and, and she that's was, it, and, and postpartum she, psychosis, right? Um, There's a lot more. Yeah, it is a lot more. So let's dive into it and. I want to kind of get, like, check your temperature for her after this, because... <laughs> Wait. What? Let me interrupt. So my mom is texting me, <laughs> asking about what I have planned for tonight. And I said, I have dinner plans. And she said, oh, who are these dinner plans with? And April told me to tell her who? Michael Warnicky. Which, I don't know who this guy is. He's going to come up in the story. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so... I texted her back. She goes, who are you having dinner with? I said, Michael Warnicky. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, that name sounds familiar. Where is he from? <laughs> Tell her to Google him. <laughs> okay. He's basically a fire brimstone cult preacher. Love it. Okay, go ahead. I just had to because I'm dying. Okay, so um, for my book club, we did the book. We re we're reading the book, Are You There Alone? by Suzanne O'Malley. The Unspeakable Crimes of Andrea Yates. I'm not finished with it. This isn't going to be a story that's extra long because I've read a long book, but it is a good story. So Andrea Yates, she was actually born Andrea Kennedy in Hallsville, Texas in 1964. And she was close with her parents. Like, you're not going to hear anything traumatic about her. She was very close with her parents, very close with her siblings, all-American family. Um, she loved the water when she was young. She would always go to the pool and to the beach. Um, but for some reason, she was diagnosed as bulimic as an early teenager and with depression. No trauma. It just is something that she's dealing with, whether it's like high school girl issues or mm -hmm. junior high girl issues. She is dealing with it. OK, so and then she wasn't a typical girl. She started studying theology and the Bible like very intensely. So instead of going to like school dances or hanging out with friends, she was staying at home, either reading the Bible Chemistry books or biology books. She sounds like uh, Diane Stout's daughter. Yes. Who, did you see those pictures, by the way? <laughs> I think they ate rocks. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they weren't and, the cutest shirt in the closet. <laughs> I listened to a podcast. They're like, they're such a beautiful family. And uh, I was like. <laughs> okay. Wait, so is, is Andrea, is her family re really religious or no? She just decided um, it didn't say that they were say. overly like she didn't not overly at all. For some reason, she just got into it. Yeah. OK, so no dances, not a lot of friends. She didn't even date in high school. But even though she was kind of different, she was pretty productive teenager. She yeah. um, actually was the captain of the swim team. Okay. She liked water. Yes, she loves water. She loves water. <clears throat> and officer of National Honor Society. And she was valedictorian of her high okay, school Okay, so class. she's really smart. Really she's smart. She's a great swimmer. She's involved. She is involved. She is, I mean, yeah. okay, yeah. So, and then she, when she graduated, she went to University of Texas Nursing School. I saw two things. I saw U of H. 
And then I saw University of Texas. Either way, she got her nursing certificate yeah. to do her two-year program. And she got a job at MD Anderson Hospital, wow. which is a legit hospital. Yeah. Like, she's legit. Yeah. She works there from 1986 to 1994. She moved out and got her own apartment. And at that apartment complex where she lived is where she met a guy named Rusty Yates. Rusty Yates also had a good little... Um, resume he was an engineer he was mm. single he wasn't married um dandy <laughs> it is on it oh that's weird favorite so they were both a catch like both swipe writable i think you know if you're dating you see her little profile maybe not even picture but like Everything else, and yeah, he's successful. Yeah, goes to bed at 9 o'clock, <laughs> yeah. you know, likes yes. water. So they go out, they begin dating, and they move in together, and after three years, they get married. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now it's April 17, 1993, and they're married. Rusty later says that Andrea was not interested in sex at all. Oh. She, and he thought that because they had sex before marriage, which... You know, it's a sin. It's a sin, April. It's a sin. And um, he thought maybe she was uncomfortable with it because she knew she was sinning. Yes. But even after they got married and you got free for all, she She still still didn't like sex. But they obviously had sex. Clearly. He even said that he would not even let her, let him see her naked. He w- she would change in the closet or in the bathroom with the door shut. So I don't even know that he saw his wife naked. But you guys think about clothes on? Well, but he couldn't. She in wouldn't walk in front of him naked. It had in to be in the, the dark. dark. But you think bulimia, body dysmorphia, oh, like it's yeah. pretty common anyways. So. Okay. All American family, I right? I guess he didn't watch her have baby. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's pretty, yeah. So they bought a four bedroom house in Friendswood, Texas. Ever been? No, No. near Houston Houston area. Yeah, Yeah. and he worked for NASA. Okay, legit engineer. Not like literally. He's like yeah on the spaceship. Um, they grew up or they were Catholic and they believed in being fruitful. So what's the next step? to have kids right yeah you get you graduate college you get married you buy yeah, a home keep it in order you have you're a gonna kid. do everything in line they're doing everything they are following they're doing exactly All the what rules. they should do their plan was to have as many babies as nature would allow quote unquote was rusty's what he later said all right and um that's what catholics believe is that you just let your body do what it's supposed to do and you procreate no birth control they don't no believe anything. in it nope Mm-mm. So within a year, she gets married. I mean, sorry, she gets pregnant with Noah. So they're married, and then they within must a year, sex, like married. one time, one she's t- fertile myrtle. Like th- they just get yeah. automatic because she does not like to have sex. I mean, she is very fertile. You would think she's like Andrea Gonzalez or something because <sighs> she's very fertile and she has a lot of kids. <laughs> so Noah's born in February 1994. And they're really traditional. Mm -hmm. So Rusty's like, okay, well, you're going to quit your job and be a stay-at-home mom. And Andrea is a people pleaser, but she really loved her job. She wanted to go back and be a nurse, and I think she did for a little bit. But ultimately, Rusty was like, I need you to 
be at home with Noah. So she quit her job and she was Why a stay-at-home mom. Why does need her to be at home? He just is very traditional. He believes that he's the breadwinner. She's the homemaker. She wa- that's just oh, that's like way old, oh yeah. Okay, that's we're still back in the time a little bit. Well, yeah, and even a lot of families still very much think that way. A, a lot of my family still think my mama didn't go to work until I was a senior in high school. When I was senior in high school, she oh. finally went to work. She was a stay-at-home mom, but I had four little brothers too. Yeah, okay. so it's very. Not as doesn't happen as much now, but right. that's what Rusty wanted. Where it's unsure that that's what Andrea wanted, but she did it because she's a people pleaser. Yes. So now she's at home, and soon after she had Noah, she started having visions of knives. Oh. And she didn't have them above her bed like Catherine Knight. She was not. Catherine, she was. She just, was not channeling Catherine Knight. No. She was just thinking about knives. She also heard voices okay, so that she was sure sorry. was Satan. And it's because she's super religious. No, and she's Catholic. So I mean, what, that she's having voices. No, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what is causing her to have these voices? Because sometimes if you're, like, super religious. Yeah, no. I mean, she's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. I don't know why Satan would be talking to her. I know. But she's hearing voices after her. she had the baby. and But she couldn't tell anyone because she had this urge to be perfect, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. you... You can handle this. You can be at home with the kid, and you cannot work. So she hid her voices and her visions. Okay. Then a year later, guess they had sex uh, one more one time. more time, and she John was born. So we got Noah and we got John, oh. and her stress levels increased just a little bit. And then those visions of knives become more violent, and she had visions of doing things with these knives. What? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So pregnancy, she, her and pregnancy doesn't mix very well. You'll see. So she still didn't say anything. She still didn't say anything. And Rusty comes home one day in 1996 and he's like, we're moving to Florida. I'm taking another position within NASA, but it's not a raise. It's not a promotion or anything. He's they're moving to Florida. And so she's like a just shake her head and go with it type thing. Like she just goes with the flow. So they go down there. Well, I guess she didn't have a choice if he's the only one working. Yeah. And so. he made at that time, it was $80,000 a year. So in probably what nowadays is, that, is well, yeah, would probably be double that or more, but you could live it, have a, you could live good off of $80,000 right. a you're year. You're comfortable. There. I mean, you're making good yeah, money. She didn't have to work. Right. So, um, Instead of buying a house when they went to Florida, they lived in a 38-foot camper. 30, wait. 38-foot camper. Like a our trailer, RV that you go camping in. They lived in? Oh. Well, That's so, what they lived in. Like temporarily? Or? When they were in Florida. They were there about a year, I think. A little over a year. Why do you think he did this? Like, you're making good money. Why wouldn't you get a nice house on the but beach But was it like you were just living there ju- you just got this temporary like just for tim no, no no they, that's their house they bought this house they bought this trailer to live in the, for, that was their home for the the two of them and the two kids yes so four people living in this trailer well 
they had started following this guy oh, named he's Michael cult. Warnicky. <laughs> That's who, That's who I'm you're going, going on a date with. <laughs> they went on, they started following this guy named Michael Warnicky, and he was like a street fire and brimstone preacher. And he would bre- preach his version of what he thought the Bible said and meant to people. There is somebody else named Michael Warnick who's like some kind of VP at some company. <laughs> Bobby thinks that's it. Nope. It's Warnicky. I know, but I can't find him. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Andrea liked this preacher and Mike and uh Rusty liked this preacher. And they really followed his teachings. One of his teachings is you live a very minimalistic life. Oh. Okay, have you ever seen Waterboy? Yes. And the mama, everything's the devil. Well, this oh, is him. Oh, yes. Foosball is the devil. Oh, Girls foosball. are the de- oh, devil. No. Well, this guy was like, jobs are the devil. Homes and materialistic things are the devil. You should struggle. Oh, no. And so that's why he was like, we're going to live in a trailer. We don't need a big four bedroom house. We don't need to have um, okay, but a you lot of money have- and go shopping and do all this stuff. Warnicky lived in a bus with his six children and his wife. A so bus? Any, a bus. Like and a school tra- bus? Like a travel bus. And he traveled the world and he would preach his bullshit teachings. He was how a did they false co- How did they come into contact with this guy again? On the street. He oh. would go to local colleges and preach to the women so and they tell met in them that Texas? they're. I don't know. Okay. Actually, okay. I don't. I think in Texas, because um, I was like, they must was have known, Florida known at him, the time. and then he like yeah. convinced him to move to Florida, and he was like, "Oh, maybe I can get a job in Florida." And then he goes, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I can live yeah." In the and Warnicky was in Florida for a while, but Warnicky kind of travels on. No, I might live in Florida. So they were talking with Warnicky and his wife a lot. Warnicky also thinks that women are the devil. And that Andrea, like all women, is knows witchcraft because we are daughters of Eve. I know you weren't allowed to no, to read I, the yeah, Bible. I, I, correct. <laughs> I do know about Adam and Eve okay. and the rib. And remember, Adam, remember Eve convinced Adam to eat the fruit, yes. and so he said that was witchcraft because he put a she put a spell, and so all women are witches yeah we are witches. and so we are supposed to bow down to men or whatever to pay back for well, our witchcraft you know what amber heard <laughs> she a witch she a witch warnicky though was actually once a n- normal person he was like played football in college his wife was a football a cheerleader on the football team i couldn't find what college but he later says that he wanted to win a game so bad and he prayed to win. And when he won, he thought God favored him. So he gave up football to give his life to preach in what he says is the Bible. Oh, okay. so he's crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah, literally crazy. He had a lot of followers. So while in Florida, Andrea gets pregnant again, but she has a miscarriage and this is kind of stressful on him. And Within a year, they go back to Houston because Florida just didn't work out. Okay, so now they're back in Houston and she gets pregnant with Paul. So we have Noah, John, Paul, John and Paul. Oh, Noah, John. Okay. Okay. so 
But Rusty was like, we still need to live a minimalistic life. We're not going to get a house. We're going to live in a camper. We're just going to live it here. So now they're living in this trailer top camper thing because, you know, anything better than that is the devil. So you're going to have a lot of feelings about Rusty. Okay, but when you live in a camper, like, do you have a bathtub? You don't have, like, a... Oh, there's some beautiful campers now. I don't know what they look like back then. I'm just, I don't... Like, you don't have, like, a... Mm -mm. You have to, like, go hook up to, like, a... To stuff and, like, get septic. Well, a camper ended up actually being too um, extravagant, so... Andrea found out oh that Warnicky was they're selling a, a bus. Oh, they went to go live in a bus. Now they're living in a bus. You know the compartments where you put your luggage, like down here and up here? Yeah, like on charter bus? That's where they the kids they slept. They slept under the flap, under the open flap under the bottom? The kids slept. <laughs> where the motor goes? Where it's hot? Oh, my gosh. It was 350 square feet. And in this camper, not in the camper. That's because this row I can't fit. No. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I'm claustrophobic. That's worse than where the 900 square foot house that Debbie, what's her name? Debbie Downs? No. Oh, Diane Stouty with her eating rock's mouth. She should have been happy with her 900 square foot home. And this is how many square? 350 square feet. I want to know exactly what that is. Probably like a bathroom. I don't know. Is that as, is that how but big imagine is Imagine it's a bus. It's how a big long. Is, oh my gosh. Yeah. And there's okay, okay. And you have all these babies and And they pooping. just had another one named Luke. He so was born in four. 1998. They have four babies. They have no bathtub. No. And <laughs> they're sleeping under the bus. And you know what else is the devil? Diapers. Oh no. Well, tell me you those cloth. like nap, nap cloth, knapsack. <laughs> So they now use the they use Let me, wait. Does she does she rewash the cloth? That's the purpose of having cloth diapers. <gasps> you didn't you didn't have cloth diapers growing up? Oh, with the pen? My brothers did. <laughs> My mama might have been Andrea Yates. I think your mom was Andrea Yates. <laughs> I was like, oh, cloth diapers. I know how to fold them up. I've I know literally how to put the liner never seen a cloth diaper. Oh my! Aunt's Give me did all it. the what? What is it? I, I pollute the earth as much as I want. Just I'm not, I'm not trying to wash poop out of a cloth. So I was watching a kid once and they had like poop in their panties and I was just threw the panties away. Yeah. And then they're like, don't throw them away. Just wash it. And I was like, ew, no, no. I'm putting this shit in the, in trash. the trash. In the trash. That was Casey, by the way. <laughs> oh, goodness. She's okay. I love that. So now we have, what do we have? John. John, Paul, Paul, Luke, and Adam. I don't know the last Noah, one. Noah. Noah. Noah, John, John Paul, Paul Luke. and Luke. So four kids in this bus. It's 1998. They're wearing cloths. Do you notice the name? Wait, you don't? Were you allowed to read the Bible? Yeah, I These was These are allowed. all books of the Bible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, this is what their kids are named, named after. So I feel like she has a kid every year. Or at least every year and a half. I mean, it seems so. I guess she has had sex four times. Yeah, five four times, times now. She had a miscarriage. Yeah, five times so far. So at least Rusty got a break during the day because he got to go to NASA and go to work. Yeah, he went to work and she's literally sitting over here and trapped in Changing this bus, she, diapers, washing cloths, 
with all these children. And daycare's the devil and school's the devil. So, so she's she homeschooling. All, so she's just. She's there. Yeah. yeah. Like she does. Does she ever leave the bus? Well, when she is, does get is to leave. playtime the devil? Is going <laughs> to the park the devil? Well, she does get a little bit of a break sometimes. But on that break, she goes to her dad's house because her dad's sick. Remember, she's a nurse. She takes care of her dad. So she's taking care of kids during the day and sometimes in the evening taking care of her sick dad. So there's no Andrea time. No, there's not. At all. And Rusty wasn't very helpful because he there was a clear line like he's the breadwinner. You are the mom. You take care of the kids and you take care of the home. Except for there ain't no damn home. No bus. That would be a deal breaker. You take care of the bus. (laughs) Like, at least give me a home to take care of. I'm just taking care of the damn bus. I'm going to air the tires up. Like, what do you want me to do? I mean. Armor all the steering wheel. Let me go ahead and wash the windshield. (laughs) Let me buff out the side. Oh. I know. I can't. And washing those cloths, I just can't get over that. Can you imagine? No. And there's no bathroom. Do they even have a washer and dryer? Probably have to go to the thing. Laundry mat. Matt. Yeah. So, but you know what? Andrea never complained because she's a people pleaser. And she just went with it. She was drove. Oh my gosh, this poor thing. Um, If you are feeling bad for her, I feel like you should. So. I think she's. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Part of their little um, uh, friendship or following with the Warnickies is you had to write a letter every week. Your letter, you're just kind of telling like your worries. Your str- it's almost like confession letters. Oh Warnicky was traveling, so you'd write a letter to Warnicky and you'd tell them your travels. Then you'd pay them because they're going to write you back and tell them their gospel. And so imagine she's like, I hate everything. Like, I changing these crappy diapers she's venting and they write her back and they're like well all you need to do you're you're evil you're jezebel um and no matter what she does she's evil you're having trouble with your kids because your kids are sinners because they come from you and you're a sinner so she's not talking to anybody else but kids in the war nickies Kids in the war Nikki's. So she's believing this. She's believing that she's a horrible mom. She's not. She's believing that her kids and she's having a hard time because it's her fault. She's a daughter of Eve. Oh my gosh. She's like, <laughs> I feel, I feel bad for her. It's like, she's getting like, just it's mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. Yeah. It's, which is not a stigma anymore. I mean, it is stigma, but it's, it's like a real it's thing. a real thing. And she Everybody, is clearly it's a real thing on the poster for it. So when Luke was four months old, Andrea called Rusty at work. I guess she's allowed to have phones, and her words were, "Come home, I need you." And <gasps> oh, she no. he later said the desperation in her voice scared him so he comes home and when he got there she was sitting staring and she was bleeding and when he found out what she was bleeding from she was chewing her actual fingers not her nails her fingers she was gnawing on her fingers literally went crazy yeah like eating her flesh not eating but like chewing on her flesh and bone and she looked at him, and for the first time in her life, she, she asked him. for help. <gasps> I need help. Oh. She has not 
remember since this is four kids later and she's been hearing voices she's been washing crappy diapers and she's been envisioning knives she's looking at Catherine knight's room mm. seeing all these knives so rusty boy he had a great plan oh my gosh I mean, like he outdid himself with this plan because he was like, I'm going to help my wife. Oh, I bet he, he loaded does. up the kids and he put them in a car and loaded up Andrea, put her in the car and they drove to Galveston Beach and they took a walk on the beach. So and that's it. <laughs> that was what? his way. She asked for help. He took her for a walk on the beach. Like what about her bloody hands? hands? Huh? What about her bloody she hands? She washed them off and put band-aids on. Them. Wait, he didn't like talk they didn't they had no communication. What do you mean? I need another conversation. Like wait. He she says she needs help. She's eating her fingers. So she so then and he's then like he's like, she well, loves let's the go water. to the beach. She loves the water. Let me, she'll feel better when she goes for a walk by the water. So they went Did for a walk. Did she say, I need, I need time away from these kids no. for five seconds? No. Look, she asked for help and he didn't help. I don't think she asked for it again. So when they. Okay. Wh- what do you, what is she, what, what? <laughs> are, are you confused? Well, because, okay. What? Is she, she needs help. I need to know this whole conversation. What does that mean? Take me to the hospital? I would think that. Right. If you, I mean, I think anybody else but Rusty Yates would have called the police, the ambulance. Yes. Like, let's go to DePaul. DePaul. Yes. And he takes her for a walk on the beach. beach. Yeah. Okay. Period. The end. And then they get home. And the walk must not have helped because clearly she overdosed. Oh, what did she take? She they have stuff. She's the devil, so she obviously. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Travels, travels. I need help. Oh, on sleeping pills because she couldn't sleep, so she overdosed on sleeping pills. She obviously didn't die. She was rushed to the hospital and she survived. Then she was taken to the psych. Psychiatric hospital where okay, it should good. have been. Yes, this is good. She was We're like, making well, progress. You know, eating my hands didn't work. Let me try to kill myself. So yeah. now she's at the hospital. She's diagnosed with major depressive disorder and she's prescribed Zoloft. Oh, <laughs> <I know>. what? <laughs> like, Are you trying to say I have major depressive disorder? <laughs> Zoloft? <laughs> I was, like, I, t- I was reading this and I texted my mom and I was like, I know a lot of people in Zoloft. <laughs> Clearly. Andrea Yates took Zoloft. <laughs> Major depressive disorder. And I think it treats a lot of things. Yes, but I feel like you need like an antipsychotic. Oh, okay. Look at you. Well, Are you on one of those too? No, oh, okay. but I, <laughs> I do listen to a lot of trials. Yes. And I well, have a friend who's a psychologist. She was only at the <laughs> hospital that for only a week. Not because she got better, but because that's all insurance would really pay for. So NASA no, you need gets to do some like better this. insurance. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. NASA gets some better insurance. I think it's blocking my whole face. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull this down. Okay. When she got home, she was referred to a new psychiatrist who had a little bit more sense because they took her off Zoloft and gave her an antipsychotic. There you go. 
No oh more so developed antipsychotic. Yeah. Casey's taught you so well. It's not even her. I've literally I've I'm just smart. Okay. I believe you. But actually it's I've really it's because I've been watching these trials. <laughs> you learned so much. Yes, because they're all on these drugs. So But mental health is a thing. It's real. Yes. It's real, real, real. That's why I have a f- certain feeling for this injury Yates. Yeah. Which everybody will. I would think they yeah. will. Yeah. Let's see if the jury agrees. Yeah. At the end. Let's see. So, you know, now she's on this drugs and Rusty's like, oh, hopefully this helps her. You know, we could be normal. But you know what? What? Guess what drugs are to Mr. Warnicky? The Devil. The devil. What a shock. So when she writes her letter and she says, they prescribed me this and this. Well, you know what? Doctors are the devil. And medicine is actually worse than the devil. Mm-hmm. So what do you think Andrea did? She didn't go to the doctor. She didn't take it. She stopped taking her medicine. Yes. Yeah, stopped taking her medicine. And, yeah. She flushed them down the toilet, mm-hmm. actually, because they were the devil. And then things got worse. Clearly. Andrea looked like a meth addict after this. She wasn't doing meth, but she would scratch at her skin and she would have sores all over her arms like she had meth bugs. Yeah. She wouldn't bathe and she was pulling out her hair um, where she had these bald patches. Okay. Okay, Amber Heard. Okay. Is that what Amber Heard said? Oh, yeah. She said Johnny pulled her hair and pulled out her hair and swung her by the hair. Mm, Goodness. I'm like, bitch, you did not get your hair pulled out. You (laughs) literally either had extensions or you cut your dog's hair. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And she tried to say she had a bald spot. It's not bald. It's not bald. No. (laughs) She compulsive liar. Yes. Well, Andrea had a lot of bald spots on her head. She didn't see and her voices were getting louder, like they were yelling at her, get a knife. Like, I, not just visions of knives, but now you got somebody screaming in your head, get a knife, get a knife, you pull get a knife. Out your hair. <laughs> I don't like pull I, it. No, pull it from the I root. don't want it hurts. I know. That's how you know she was psychotic yes so she later says she knew she had 666 in her head so she was pulling out her hair to reveal it oh my god she thought she was satan so she finally she was the voice was telling her get a knife get a knife you know what she did she went and got a knife she got a knife and she went to the bathroom and she was had it up against her own neck and she was going to kill herself. But Rusty found her, stopped her, and she begged him, please, please, let me do it, let me do it, let me do it. And she had to go back to the hospital. Like, he took grass back to the hospital. Clearly. With her bald spots. With her bald spots. Oh, my gosh. So, this time she had a private, she had her own little room, own little Andrea Yates room. Okay. And they gave her a stronger antipsychotic called Haldol. Okay. Okay. Mm. And she actually tells the doctors there that the knife voices and the visions had been occurring f- a lot of times. Like this wasn't the first time yeah. that she heard a voice to say, go get a, na- um, a knife. 
she just restrained herself to not she and she actually had like nail prints in her legs because she was keeping herself she was resisting herself from getting up because oh she was trying to stop going to go get a knife isn't that crazy yes oh oh no i feel like did I do cocaine? I don't it's know. Like did, did, you do like, did you do math? Did you do math just before? Am I on Haldol? I don't know what you're on. <laughs> so now she's on Haldol. Okay. And she's getting therapy. And she's diagnosed with, with postpartum psychosis. And it's 1999. We've heard of postpartum depression. She is like the first person that America has known in the, you know, like in the spotlight that has had postpartum psychosis, which is treatable if they go to therapy and they take medicine. I don't know what psych, but that means. You're just psychotic. Postpartum is after, after you have a baby. Baby, yeah. And then there's usually just depression. Right. She gets psychotic with it. So that's why there's voices. That's why there's But visions. she's already had that. So it was nothing to she do with it, right? She started having it after her first kid. Oh, she just started. Okay, I thought she was. Now, she was suicidal before and she was depressed before. So she's basically the best client for this postpartum. Yeah. Like psychosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. The weird shit didn't start happening until after Noah, and then it progressed after each kid and after each kid. So she was in the hospital this time for three weeks, and when she got out, she had a ton of prescriptions, like a ton. Um, And the doctor... What happens to the kids while she's in the hospital? Mom-in-law came, or mama came. uh, His mom came, so mother-in-law came to help. Yeah, to stay in the bus. Which I'd have kept my ass in damn hospital if I was her. Uh, she probably wanted to, but he probably said it was devil. So she gets out and she's on all these prescriptions. And Andrea's mom finally s- spoke up and she's like, fuck this. Get out that damn bus. And <laughs> yeah, put, I go live in a house. Get a home. Anybody would go crazy in a bus. So even if she wasn't psychotic before, you would go crazy living in this <laughs> with bus. Four kids with cloth diapers. Cloth diapers. And no bathtub. I can see if Chip and Joanna like redid this bus and it's a great bus with all the amenities. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this is just a shitty bus. <laughs> it sounds like a real shitty bus. <laughs> you so gotta live underneath it. There's no air conditioner. You got the oh god. Reluctantly bought him a house. Oh, and it's I'm September so sorry, of 1999. Ooh, it's my senior year. Oh, hey, girl. And their new house, it's a nice four-bedroom house on 942 Beachcomber Lane in Clear Lake, a suburb of Houston. So, Houston listeners, send me a picture of oh, Andrew Yates' house. Oh, my gosh. I need to go to Clear Lake. You know what? But here's some good news, Caroline. Okay. Medicine was working. Oh, okay. This is good. Even though it's the devil and I'm sure the Rusty ends up throwing it out. Well, she's cooking. She's baking. She actually has an oven and a stove (laughs) because she has a home and not living in a damn bus. (laughs) I think they even had to like grow their food and stuff. Like it was just, they were going like way, way off. He is trying to expect the most. Yeah. 
She was in a four bedroom. Oh, okay. So anyway, person I'm about to go on a date with, don't be trying to expect the most and I'm not living in a bus. (laughs) I mean, maybe for him. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) So she just for one D one baby, one D one baby. Don't say that at the thing tonight too. No, I won't won't tell him that. Um, actually don't tell him we even have a poke hole in the condom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) No, that's like a thing. Yeah, I know. People are trying to get Drake, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, where am I at? Clear Lake, new home. Things are going good. Like, she was taking her meds. And doctor had one, like, demand. Okay. We'll stay in the house. Don't go back to the bus. Don't have any more fucking kids. No more kids. Don't there have more kids. There you go. He, she told Andrea and she told Rusty's dumbass. Okay, so maybe you need to use a condom without a hole or maybe get on some birth control. Yes, but, you know, real, they're know, good Catholics. I know, so then don't, don't believe sex. in it. I don't know what to tell you. Which, Pull out. And she said that if she has another kid, there's a 50 to 80% chance that she'll have another episode and that it will be worse. What the fuck, Russ? Like, were you not already scared enough? Okay, apparently not. Right, oh, because... Gosh. They had another one. By November 1999, <gasps> it's only two months. She's only had two good months. They started trying to have kids. Were they really trying? On purpose. On purpose. Not like Did she accident. Think, well, she had to know. Yes. Okay, so I don't feel bad for her anymore. I know. Okay, I'm telling you, you're going to have mixed feelings. Girl, bye. You're going to have mixed feelings, but she's also a people pleaser. So it's almost like she can't say no. Bitch, you can say no. Now, Yeah, your fingers. You ate your fingers yeah, off. Yeah, and your legs. It's a good reason Put to say together. no. <laughs> you ate go your fingers. Go back to the bus. <laughs> it's a good reason. Go send his ass to the damn listen, bus. Somebody go back to the bus. I don't know. So, oh, I'm so stressed out. Later on, you know, he was interviewed so many times. And I think it was like 2020 or something. They said, what, why, where was your logic? WTF, what would make you think it was okay to have a kid? Here was his response. Oh, no. Well, you know, Katie Couric, I don't know if it's Katie, (laughs) I just said that. You know, Barbara. If somebody wanted to give you a brand new Mercedes Benz, but you had to have the flu for two weeks, you'd take it, won't you? Excuse me? Is that the same? <laughs> She's he's comparing I know, I the know. Mercedes Benz <laughs> to a baby and flew to psychosis. I can't. Bitch didn't have the flu for two weeks. He should she be ate in her jail. Fingers. And she, he should be in jail. He should be in jail. So take I a mean, drink because Rusty's a dumbass. Listen, it's his sperm that made her have a baby and caused all this stuff. So bye. <laughs> Boy, bye. Yes, and her body obviously can't handle it. Well, um, they knew his wrist. They still did it. And four Rusty months nail. later, you know what? She was pregnant. And oh, in yeah. November 2000, she had her one and only daughter named Mary, which is also a name from the Bible. It is. Did you Do you know them? Do you know the Bibles? The yeah, Bible. Jesus, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and Jacob. <laughs> Did you John, go to? Did y'all have vacation Bible John school? John and Isaiah and you know so many. 
I remember learning a um, song. I don't know if I taught it's when I taught vacation Bible school when I was little, but I learned all the new book, the bo- books of the Bible, the New Testament. There was a song. Okay. Well, I literally, I don't know, like Let's new, old, new and old. I don't know the song. <laughs> Matthew, Doe, Mark, a deer, a female <laughs> deer, Ray. Nope. No, oh, that's not no, our song. No. Oh. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts in the letter of the Romans, the, first and second oh, Corinthians, no, Galatians, no. and Ephesians, okay, Philippians, Colossians, oh, no. first and this second Thessalonians, the first and second Timothy, Titus, and Philemon, Hebrews, and the I'm book of James, Mike is on first fire. and second Peter, flaming first and right second now. third John, Jude and Revelation. Oh my. <laughs> there is a third John. Listen, I was a little kid. I didn't know the real words. I said Galatians. <laughs> Time for a break. We really should have I wish I could have heard that whole thing. Keep all this in. <laughs> Guess what? I also don't know this how to say. This is going to be the live show. Philemon. There's not a third John, is there? Yes. Listen, if, if you, there's a dirty John. In, there's a <laughs> third <laughs> John. And now a word from our sponsors. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The, the Bolter House. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals, P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys we will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable so put on your favorite vinyl grab your favorite glass of wine tune into our show and let's have some fun wine Wine and vinyl vinyl. (laughs) so check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast we'll be talking about a lot. (laughs) 
So, you know, if y'all didn't go to Vacation Bible School and learn that song, I don't know what kind of churches you went to. Well, I clearly <laughs> did not. They made fun of I me. Went to CCE. I was real proud. Okay, well, you know, real I, proud even, of my song. I didn't actually listen to anything you sang. I'm just <laughs> focusing on something else. Okay, so what, where was I? She's pregnant, right? She has Mary, and then her dad dies. So oh. that's like double whammy for her, right? Stress is too much. Yeah. And um, she gets put back in the hospital in May of 2001 and diagnosed again with major depressive disorder and postpartum psychosis. So Rusty's mom's in town and she's helping with the kids and the doctor gave them another strict order. This strict order is please do not leave Andrea alone because, you know, she's attempted suicide before, but also don't leave her alone with the kids. Clearly. She's psychotic right now. Like she's psychotic. She may be on medicine, but she's psychotic. Well, you know, she had to get off her medicine because she was pregnant. So that's why she's like going down the drain again. So n- she didn't do anything to anybody while she's pregnant? No, no. It, it's, it always happens postpartum. So it always happens oh, after okay. after the pregnancy. So, you know, Rusty complied with the orders at first. He made sure she was not alone with the kids. Um, but I guess he just makes his own rules because he was just like, you know what? She needs a little bit of time with the kids by herself because she needs to gain her independence back. He just wants things to be normal. He don't want he don't want to have to do too much work because his only job is NASA, Ugh. not the kids. So he would leave her alone with the kids for an hour at a time here and there. Then his mom would come in and help, you know, fill in those gaps. They also didn't know that Andrea had been talking back to Warnicky and she started flushing her meds down the toilet again. So Halidol, which was once working, is now not being taken. Patches of hair, her hair had grown back. Patches of hair were being pulled out and she is now refusing to eat and drink. And sometimes she would just stare like in a catatonic state. She wouldn't talk. She wouldn't do anything. She was hospitalized one more time. Oh my gosh. And they let her out. You're still leaving her with the kids. (laughs) And they let her out. (sighs) Um she probably didn't need to be out because on June 20th, 2001, Rusty left for work. He just knew that. You know, his mom was going to be there an hour. Andrea had it covered. She can last an hour with the kids until his mom got there. So he goes to work. And when he leaves, she goes into the bathroom and she turns on the bathwater. And she lets the tub fill up all the way almost to the top. It was like 10 or 11 inches of water. And she systematically drowned each of her children in the bathtub starting with three-year-old Paul. She later says she put him in the wa- in the bathwater, face down, and held him down. He struggled for what she says is a couple of minutes. Once she knew he wasn't struggling anymore, she took him out and put him in her bed, face up, and covered him with a sheet. Then she grabbed two-year-old Luke... 
he was too put in the water face down and struggled for a couple of minutes until he died. She also took him to the bed and put him next to Paul, covered him with the same sheet. It's John's turn. John's five years old at the time. And he struggles. He's in there face down. He struggles violently. He was bigger. And his struggle lasted a lot longer until he couldn't fight anymore. She puts him in the bed with his brothers, face up next to each other, covers them with a sheet. Mary was already in the bathroom, and Mary's six months old at this time. So she was there crying, like crying in the bathroom, sitting on the floor crying. So she grabs Mary, and Mary didn't take as long because she's six months old. Um, She didn't bother to take Mary out of the bathtub before she went and grabbed the oldest of all of them, Noah, who was seven years old. Noah came in and saw Mary floating and asked what happened. And she said, get in the bathtub. And he took off. She chased him, grabbed him and put him in the bathtub. And he fought like a champ for a while. He even came up from air, flipped, and she had to flip him back over. Like it was horrible, horrible. He took the longest. When Mm. Noah wasn't moving anymore. She took Mary out of the bathtub and put Mary in the bed with her brothers and covered them one last time. But she left Noah in the bathtub by himself. Floating in the bathtub with him was vomit and poop because they struggled so hard for their life. They. Mm. 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 I know. So. Then she picks up the phone and she calls Rusty and she tells Rusty, you need to come home. Remember the last time she got that Mm -hmm. phone call, Mm -hmm. she had been eating her fingers. (laughs) Rusty said, what's wrong? Andrea just said, it's time. (gasps) So he flew out of his office and he called his mom and said, where are you? He was hoping his mom was there, but she wasn't because you left, right? (gasps) Um, and she was, hadn't even left the hotel. So she wasn't even en route. And he called Andrea back and he says, Andrea, is anybody hurt? She says, yes, the kids. He said, which kids? And she said, all of them. Oh gosh. (sighs) Hung up the phone. She called 911. That y'all can go find that 911 call. She is very calm, cool and collect. Like, there's not really much emotion about it. She says, we need an ambulance. I'm ill. Need some help. She's mentally <clears throat> ill. Yes. It's, I mean, she's been this way for years. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Woo. So, Andrea was arrested. She gave a full confession. That's how I know the order and mm-hmm. everything that she did it. Um, they noticed her patches. And they noticed that she smelled. Then she was shaking like a chihuahua and her pupils weren't dilated. Like, you know, we have that big circle, like yeah. the cornea and the iris. Yeah. It was one big circle. Oh, they were fully dilated. Fully, 
fully dial or what I they, say. They were, you said they weren't. So they were huge. They took he, up her, yeah, whole, her, whole, uh, her whole eyeball. Um, when the police asked her why she did it, she told them that she had to save her kids because they were stumbling like in the eyes of God, like they were sinners. They weren't good kids and that it was her fault. Um, she, mm. that's when she said, they asked why her hair, she said she had a 666, 666 etch in her head and she was pulling out the hair to reveal it, to find it. Um, she said that she thought that if they died young, that God will take them, even though they came from a sinner like her. Mm. So that was the war Nikki's feeding that into her head. Mm. She thought she was a horrible mom. She thought it was their fault. She thought, and actually she later says that she truly thought they were evil. She said that if they would have lived, one of them was going to be a serial killer. The other one was going to be mute. And another one was going to be a homosexual sex worker. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was just, random right those are very specific and very random because you know i might be a homosexual sex worker i don't know but you don't even drown me comic relief people comic relief i know i know we had to that it got ugly it got ugly so she wanted to save them and she wanted to punish herself for being her bad mom and that was her way of saving them she knew it was wrong on land or in, in the world. Right. But she thought she was doing best in the eyes of God. So it was time for wow. her trial. And Andrea wanted to be punished. She wanted to plead guilty. She wanted a penalty. But the lawyer knew she was crazy. Right. So he was trying to get her declared incompetent to stand trial. But she got on her medicine and she gained weight. So if you just go look at pictures when she was initially arrested, she was like holed out, scrawny, skinny, sunken in. Like you would think she's patches. a drug, like yes. a drug addict. Yeah. And then later, wow. she had put on weight. She was healthy. She was full. Like she filled out, yeah. which made the jury think that she was well enough to stand trial. And so they did. Okay. And so the trial went back and forth, right? Like the. Um, is it the prosecutor, the people who are against her? The people who are against her were like, um, she confessed in detail. So there's no question that she did it. And they were saying that she planned it, systematically planned how to do it so that she can kill all of them. Because in one of her confessions, she said that she ran the bathwater before because she was going to do it before. But Rusty was at home, so she didn't do it. So this time she waited until Rusty left. So she was in sound mind mm-hmm. to wait until he left. Right. She knew there was that hour window. And the order in which she drowned them was the best order to get it done because she saved the biggest one for last because had she started with Noah, who was with it and could fight, and he could have ran off and maybe grabbed some of the other kids and went and got help, is what they were saying, oh, the prosecution. Gosh. So I mean, anyways. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would think you would end with. I, I have no clue. start with him, actually. I would think you right. would start would with the hardest. D- yeah. But anyways, the, and then, okay, and so then the defense played videos of her interviews where she looked like shit. 
And she had those big pupils. She had her big pupils and she was describing her hallucinations and how she would be, um, the kids would be watching cartoons and the cartoons were talking to her and telling her to kill her kids and how those hallucinations happened. She already had been into the psych ward like so many times. times. She's been on medication and they're flushing them and they had this crazy person telling them what to do and saying devil, devil, devil and lived in a bus. (laughs) That ought to be it right there. That ought to be like end of story. Well, (sighs) you know, this guy named Park Dietz got on the stand and he was just this big like tool. And he worked on, he got up there and he basically wanted to brag on himself. He worked on big high profile cases like Bundy Dahmer, Susan Smith. And he also thought he was just this American badass because he worked with the creator, like Dick Wolf with and Law and Orders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of collaborated with them. So when they had psychotic you know, actors or actors play. He kind of oh, told them what okay. it should look like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so he, and then he testified that the week that Andrea drowned her kids, that Law and Order aired oh, an gosh. episode of a mom who drowned her kids and got away with it because she was declared incompetent. So he made the jury believe that this was planned, premeditated, and that she was faking her psychosis. Okay. That put the nail in her coffin. Really? Yes. Did she even have a TV? She uh, used to live in a bus. (laughs) She was guilty, five counts of murder, and sentenced to life in prison. They didn't give her the death penalty. Yeah, which that's what she wanted to be guilty anyways. Yes, yes. But her lawyer didn't think that was fair because should she be in prison with these real hardened criminals that are, well, I don't know if they're sane. Her lawyer was like, she needs to be an institution. She's truly psychotic. Yes. And then Park Dietz, it ended up coming out like the lawyer did her, did his interview and said with Law and Order guy, Dick Wolf. And Dick Wolf was like, we've never aired an episode like that (gasps) ever. He made that up? He made it up. And they didn't even look into it? And he later said, it was too late. Like, that was like the last thing. He later said that he got all his cases mixed up. I can't. Um, Whoever this red-faced guy is. Yeah. So, she got a new trial. She was found guilty. I mean, sorry. But by reason of insanity. And she was transferred from the prison. I think she was in Gatesville to psychiatric hospital in Kerrville. Well, she remains still to this day. She's in Kerrville? Kerrville. She's in Kerrville right now. Yeah, right now. State hospital. Why are we not going there? (laughs) She's locked up. Rusty, her and Rusty stayed by her side. He didn't blame her. He blamed the psychoticness. Rusty, blame yourself. Yeah, you should blame yourself. Come on now, Rusty. He would visit Andrea once a month and he called her. They eventually divorced. Clearly. And he remarried in 2006 and had another son. Oh, well, good for you, Rusty. But Does she live in a bus too? They divorced probably because he was was going to make her live in a bus and Rusty still keeps a low profile. He doesn't get out much. They think he still works for NASA, but we really just don't know. Probably done working for SpaceX with Elon Musk with all his (laughs) controversy going on right now. 
Andrea's Ooh. lawyer still talks to her twice a month, visits her. He, she is like a daughter to him. Um, and he takes flowers and maintains the kids' graves for her since she can't. And in the 20 years, because this was 20 years ago that she did this, they have never discussed that day and the tragedy. He just tried to help her because he knew she was psychotic. And But and, what's the latest? It, she comes up for review. Oh, okay. yeah. So every April she comes up for review. And that that's mean? where you have a hearing to see if she's ready to be released. And she Why would she be released it. if she got life in prison? No, they that overturned the first, that. that. They overturned, overturned it. that. Then they gave her what? Guilty. Not guilty. guilty. Not guilty by reason of insanity. So she's in a state hospital because it wasn't her fault, basically. She's taking her meds. But she declines because she knows she if needs to be in there. If you're ruled not guilty by reason of insanity... What does that mean? That means that you, means you just have to go to a in, like insane asylum yeah. until you're not insane. Until you come up for and review, and then you can get out. And some of pe- some people do get out, even though you killed like several- Kemper. Kemper got out, but okay. So I'm just saying, like, but you can you can get out, yeah. Even though you've killed all these people, yeah, because it wasn't now you. you're not sane anymore. Now you're not insane anymore. Maybe. But technically, that's what that means. Like it's like I think, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know yeah. that's just interesting. Yeah, but the they know oh, is that where Manson is, or is Manson in prison? I thought he's Char- Charles, Charles Manson. Well, Marilyn Manson's about to be going on to trial. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, okay, so she declines it. Her last one was April 6, 2022. And she declined that. Yeah. She does not want to get out. She probably knows she does not need to be out. She also knows she needs to be punished because think about it. She went crazy and killed five of her I kids. I know. It's like you have to know with that. that something, like, you have to be some kind of sane to know something's wrong enough to where you don't want to get out of like this oh island. now she's good now okay. she's on medicine she's getting therapy yeah now she's good and she but she doesn't trust herself to get out or right. i think it's more she wants she feels like she, this is her punishment she's gonna take her penance she's not gonna get out plus this case was too big and people what would, would you even do yeah what, yeah what are you gonna do where are you gonna go she did ask for one pass she wanted a spiritual pass because she wanted to go to church on sundays but they denied it because the case is too high profile there'd be paparazzi and everybody i don't know about paparazzi but you know there would be people all over the church Media. it would be a distraction i would definitely be at that church oh, just I'm, to get a picture yeah. i didn't I'd join oh we're members oh yeah clear creek baptist church <laughs> this Welcome to Pulling Family. <laughs> Y'all, that's Andrea Yates. We are done. Mike's uh, kicking us out. Caroline has a date. We hope you enjoyed this crazy killer mama month. He's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm like, tell us really quickly, what What do you think about her? What do you, what's your thoughts? Um, So all these moms, I didn't feel sorry for. And I feel sorry for Andrea Yates to where when I went to bed, I wrote the story last night when I went to bed, I was like, is everything that I'm seeing, is it really there? <laughs> like you, <laughs> your mind can turn on you and it's really scary. Um, Rusty said that she was weak, which I do think she was not weak, but she was weak. Like she was 
a perfect target for not she was psychotic i think from the beginning like her uh, she her chemicals were messed up she had a chemical imbalance mm-hmm. and so if this was going to happen to anybody it was going to happen to her then all the other shit you throw in the war nickies and rusty right. being a dumbass yeah. and just everything just a horrible mixed recipe. together in the worst way yeah um Ugh. i thought that too because i was like it's she doesn't seem like She's not like this Diane Stoudy who's trying to, like, kill her family because she doesn't like him. Yeah. She literally, like, has mental issues that she can't. Yeah. She has that medicine. They kept throwing it out. And, like, like just think about, like, going on and off medicine, on, 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 off, on, off. Like, yeah. that's going to mess you up. Yeah. Um, she still thinks that she was possessed by the devil, and so does Rusty. And if you believe in God, you got to believe in the devil. If you believe in angels, you got to believe in demons. So that's a whole nother, you know, conversation to have. But and it's a mental health thing. I'm just, yeah, it's, it's mental like health. Big, like, yeah, it's or real. was she possessed? You think she was Satan? Think Satan jumped in her body? Rusty said. Satan's job is to kill, steal, kill, and destroy. And she was the perfect container. I think she was just Satan easily like manipulated. It's the devil. Well, it was the I, devil. I was probably easily manipulated by the <laughs> devil too. And his name was Dirty Chad. So I understand, but I didn't kill nobody. <laughs> Woo, okay. Y'all go <gasps> that on. was great. Tell them what to do. What do they need to do? Right? Review. And subscribe. And subscribe. And send us an email and RSVP for the live show. Great job. That was a good. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Next time we're doing what? Guilty oh, Innocent? Yes. For our birthday month, um, we are going to sing happy birthday every podcast. Not really. But we're going to do Guilty. Mike is like, nah. He's like, yeah, I'm singing it. Mike's going to sing happy birthday every episode next week. Next four weeks. Let's get some balloons. We're going to get some balloons. Guilty or innocent. So very debatable stories um, that I think will bring in some good debate. So I have some favorites that are in my head that I know I want to do. But if you have a favorite guilty or innocent, like Darlie or who else? Uh, OJ. OJ. Send us (laughs) some ideas. Kaylee Anthony, top mom. Casey, she's guilty. Casey, Kaylee, which one? Kaylee's the kid. Oh gosh, I always I keep calling. Yeah, I keep saying Kaylee Anthony, and I keep saying Darlene Routier. I don't know. It's Darlene Routier. That's got to happen. That's a good story. So send us your suggestions, um, and just never forget to. Don't forget to. Okay. So always, always wait. Always don't. Hey, off there. <laughs> Is it never or don't? Don't. Okay. Y'all, don't forget to... Stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Maybe for a second year we'll get this part down. Bye, Doubt y'all. It. Doubt it. Doubt it. Bye. Never, always, whatever. Never, always, every time. <laughs>
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding expectations, simplifying lives, and establishing legacies that last for generations. Leverage their exclusive network of experts to help achieve your personal and professional financial goals. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect to a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. Com.